everybody and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I can't complain. I both have off here on a Monday. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you're off for the 4th of July? Yeah, yeah. I just took the PTO day kind of between. Because uh, you got off tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Nice four-day weekend. Yeah, man. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're off for Canada Day, which is Saturday, so the holiday rolls so it's observed today. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I assume you're not off tomorrow then? I am not. No, I am back into the office, and then uh, I got some due dates on some things coming up, so it's going to be yeah. jumping into the madness right away. There you go. Uh, we did leave early on Friday, though. They told us to leave at one thirty, so that was, that was uh, nice. Yeah, you got like a little bit of a super long weekend, three and a half days off. Yeah, yeah, a little extra, so... Yeah. Can't complain about that. Always helpful. Yeah, for real. Um, so today um, we have a 14-team mock draft. Um, as I'm going through here, I'm realizing I did not change the name of the draft, so maybe I'll get in here and change that now because it's not <laughs> PPR either. It's standard, huh, Will? Yep. Trying out a standard league here um, with 14 teams. So um, can't complain about your long weekend, but probably we'll be able to complain about how we feel about our teams at the end here given that it's 14 teams. Yeah, this is a long one. Um, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. This is our first 14 team league, uh, draft of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they always take a little bit longer. So with that in mind, are you ready to just jump right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Okay. Let's start it up. Um, I should have mentioned I am in the one Oh one, uh, will is in the one Oh six. Yes. So uh, both here at the front end of the draft, you, have a long wait though after this first pick. Yeah, yeah, the the dreaded turn, and you have to wait forever before you get to pick again. Um, so, given that I am on the turn, and I have such a long wait, I will not be going wide receiver. I want to lock in a running back because I am assuming running backs could be pretty thin by the time they get back to me. Mm. Um, That's so, standard. Indeed, indeed. So, I am going to get. The 101 of running backs in, in my eyes, and I think many other eyes, and that would be Mr. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, shame that it is a standard because, you know, he's going to eat in a PPR. Um, but, you know, talent rises to the top regardless of scoring format. Um, so I am going to go ahead and lock in Mr. CMC as the 101. Uh, we have Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey there at the 104, and Jamar Chase going off the board. Yeah, so no other running backs, surprising. Um, obviously, I think a lot of the top running backs here are pass catchers, too. So maybe the, you know, just kind of positional advantage isn't there as much. Um, but most of the top receivers and our top tight end go off the board early here. Um, so I was looking at the running back position again as well and didn't really expect to have Austin Eckler here. Um, you know, obviously, yardage wise, you know, he's going to have a good bit. Um, but I think. The catches are what are going to put him over the top, and then you don't get any points for that here. Um, I do lean uh, more toward one of the other running backs. I think maybe has a chance to score more. Um, you know, offensively, it's interesting. I think the Chargers are probably the better team compared to you know the Colts or Atlanta. Um, but I think these two players in Bijan Robinson and um, JT are going to be just the workhorse for their team. Um, so when I look at, you know, who is available, those two, I think would be the ones I would lean toward. Um, and I'm going to go with Johnson Taylor here. 
lock in one of the top running backs. I think it is going to thin out by the time it gets back to us here. So after him, Terry Kill goes, Austin Eckler at eight, B. John Robinson, Von Diggs, Saquon Barkley, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry to round out the first round. And then we have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, who was someone I was hoping would maybe get back because he is perfect in this type of format. Amon Ross St. Brown, and then two quarterbacks come off the board here in Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Um, so getting back here, um, we have top of the board, all of our tight ends besides Kelsey. Um, we've got Burrow, Lamar, Fields, Herbert, all available at quarterback. Uh, if we look at running back, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, um, Roger Stevenson. I think it does start to drop off a little bit. So running back is interesting to look and possibly double down on. Um, receivers, we still have some good receivers. Waddle, Higgins, Olave, Monty Smith. Um, probably will be a bit of a drop there as well. But given that, you know, you only have one running back and could go with the second one, I imagine most of these other teams are at least going to go with the running back. I think I'm going to strike where the iron's hot here and, and look to be the first team in in the draft here to get a second running back. Um, but I'm going to go with Tony Pollard. I think you know he is going to be likely the one, maybe the one A if somebody else emerges, you know, and takes some carries away. But I just don't see anyone that's going to be as close to him as he was to Zeke last year. And I think it's you know Brees is obviously interesting, big upside. Nashi Harris helpful as well, but just that Dallas offense I think is going to be pretty potent. And uh, I think. Tony Pollard is going to eat this year. So we're going to lock in Tony Pollard here. After him, Jalen Waddle, Brees Hall, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews. So still got some running backs there for you. Yeah. So as I was watching the board, uh, Najee was the guy I was kind of focusing on of, you know, he's going to get a lot of volume. That offense could take a step forward. Um, So he was the guy I wanted to get to me. So I'm not going to talk too much about him. We'll just lock him in there. I'm going to get my second running back now because I'm happy that he fell to me. Um, what I'm both happy and sad about is that Mark Andrews went. So yeah, he was right there. Yeah, he was right there. And you know, I've seen two different arguments with 14-team leagues. One is if you could get a Kelsey or an Andrews um, or whoever that, you know, usually there's a third tight end that's good. Um then you have a huge advantage over everyone else in the league. Um, the other thought process is, you know, only two or three teams have elite tight ends. So if you just wait and get an average one, you're the same as everyone else. So don't spend the early draft capital. Um, yeah, I was leaning on taking Andrews to have the elite upside and the positional advantage, but having running back, running back, tight end, you know, and having the long wait back was kind of scary, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I was leaning towards trying it just to see what would happen. Um, but alas, the uh, that option has been taken away from me because I do not view Hawkinson or Kittle or Pitts or Goddard in that same way. Um, you know, we've seen it from Kittle. Like we know it's a possibility. You know, Pitts has that upside or it's a possibility. Um, but it's too early for me to roll on a possibility when we have someone like Chris Olave sitting here, who is going to be my pick. Um, I do want to get another wide receiver here. Um, and Olave has the upside to be a wide receiver one. 
um, which is solid because I'm, I'm drafting a pretty firmly in wide receiver two range, I think now. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Actually, I'm drafting, this would be the the wide receiver 13, which I guess would still yep. technically be a one in this yeah. league. Um, yeah. But, you know, grabbing a, an Alave who I think has top five, top seven upside. Top five might be tough. Getting past Jefferson mm-hmm. Cup, Chase Hill, yeah, it's need an injury or yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. I could see him getting past Diggs maybe but, at five. Yeah. Um, or, you know, something happens with Tyreek and this new legal matter, or, you know, Stafford's not the same and Cup falls. Like, that's all possible. But, you know, yeah. if they're all fine, I think five's probably the cap for Olave. So maybe top seven's more reasonable. But to get him here, I think is solid, and I'm comfortable with him as my one. So we'll lock him in. We'll begin the long wait. Devonta Smith goes, uh, Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, so back to me here. Um, Smith and Olave both were would have been nice to get back. Um, so it's a bummer to see both them go. Burrow goes off the board, so another quarterback. Um, so not really looking at tight end at this point. Um, you've got everyone but those top two. Not really looking at quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson, interesting. Um, but with just those top quarterbacks off the board here, I think I'll probably end up just waiting I feel like I'm usually going to be more inclined to do that in a 14-team league, um, you know, given just the scarcity at those other positions. So, looking at what we have here, uh, I'm tempted to go with the third running back just because there's some top ones available, and I think kind of the tier fell a bit for the for for receiver for me. Uh, Metcalf, Debo, Keenan Allen. There's still some solid guys, um, but I think, you know, a little lower down, Ridley, DJ Moore, Drake London, Chris Godwin. There's decent guys that I could begin my team with uh, receiver-wise, but with having just a really strong running back core. Um, Ramondre Stevenson would be the guy here for me. Uh, you know, the New England backfield can always be a little dicey, but it does seem like he's kind of got that on lockdown right now. Um there's still some other decent running backs available. So, you know, I'm really tempted with with a Stevenson or just getting a receiver here in a Metcalf and a Debo. Um, you know, my, my thought would be, you know, whichever one I get, you know, with my next pick, you know, if I went Stevenson, you'd be looking at like a DJ Moore, Drake London um, versus taking DK Metcalf here and, looking more at like a Miles Sanders or a Madison. So I kind of think, I guess, thinking through that way, and I think it's a good way to look at it, like who could you get with your next pick, your next couple picks. Um, I think the receiver, you know, it would be the pick here. DK Metcalf, I think, is you know, pretty squarely as the one there. You know, we're a little uncertain with JSN coming in, uh, but I think it, it's going to affect Lockett more than DK, you know, barring injuries. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in. Mr. DK Metcalf here, um, you know, big player. You know, he's got the potential for a lot of touchdowns this year. After DK, Ramondre goes, Joe Mixon, Jameer Gibbs, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson, Terry McLaurin, Justin Fields, Dalvin Cook, George Kittle, DJ Moore, and J.K. Dobbins. Um. One thing that is a little tempting here, still having like Herbert Lawrence still on the board, I think kind of the end of a tier there. And 
there's four teams, uh, four of the five teams that would be picking between me and my next pick don't have a quarterback. So in all likelihood, you know, two of them go. I'm not sure if you would go with one of them, but I, I think there's a good chance both of them go. So if I wanted a quarterback, like one of those top guys, this would probably be the time to strike at that position. Um, but looking here just at the other positions, Scott Receiver, the, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Drake London, Watson, Godwin, Jerry Judy, Pittman, still some solid guys. And I think there still should be somebody available um, that I'll like at receiver in the next round. Um, so if I look at running back, Pierce is the top guy here on the board. We've got Miles Sanders, Alexander Madison. So this is, those are the guys I was looking at to you know, be kind of workhorse running backs. Um, I think Sanders and Madison would be the two I'd be looking at here at this spot to get just a third running back. Uh, I'd be thrilled to have the three on my team, you know, and feel strong there. But I think also, you know, if it's a, if the, your league is going to be active in trading having those running backs in a 14-team league is just so valuable when it comes to trade bait, when it comes to insurance on one of them getting hurt because it's just so hard to find another one. So I think I'm going to strike a running back again here. There's more than enough receivers that I'm okay with for my next pick. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. I think he is you know, one of the workhorse backs we still have. I mean, I'm sure Chuba will get some work. Um, and there's definitely some concern with the rookie quarterback there, but as we talked about before, some of the Research has shown that receivers and tight ends of rookie quarterbacks are, you know, definitely affected and and hard to live up to what they could be. Whereas running backs are going to be somewhat affected, but usually not as much. Um, so I don't feel as bad grabbing the running back here for a rookie quarterback in Miles Sanders. After him, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Herbert goes, DeAndre Swift, Christian Watson. Yeah, that's a shame. I I knew Herbert wasn't going to get back to me. Yeah, but I, I might have pulled the trigger. Because we're definitely getting a little weaker at the quarterback position. I'll just I'll run through everyone real quick here for each position. Um, at quarterback, we had Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Tua, uh, Anthony Richardson at running back. Um, still decently solid. Uh, Damian Pierce, Alexander Madsen, James Conner, uh, Cam Akers, Devontae Williams, Kamara. Um, it's crazy seeing Kamara down here in the fourth round still available. So blows my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to play yeah. half the year? Yep. You just don't projecting know. him at only like 145 points. I feel like that projected for like maybe half a season or two thirds of a season. Yeah. It's tough. Um, at the uh, wide receiver position, Drake London, uh, Chris Godwin, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown, Mike Williams, that kind of tier. And then at tight end, um, we still only have four off the board. We have Kyle Pitts, Goddard, Waller, Fryermuth, Evan Ingram, that kind of uh, tier of tight end, um, which is tempting to some degree. You know, getting a, a Kyle Pitts, the, the upside, Goddard would be nice. Uh, but I think I'd rather just wait. Um, and you know, if one of them happens to get back to me, which I guess is possible, cool. Um, if not, then that Njoku, Kemet, Chig, Dolchitz tier is fine with me. Um, I think I'm going to strike a balance here and I'm going to grab one of each. Um, the running backs I'd imagine by the time they get back to me are going to be pretty thin. We'll be looking at that. I don't know. AJ Dillon, Anthony Gibson kind of tier, maybe, um, so I don't know where his ADP will be come draft season. I'm sure it's still moving around. Um, but Alexander Matson, 
is the uh, the top running back <clears> on my board. He's always looked good when he's a starter. Cooks out of the way. Um, you know, Damian Pierce could be great, but you know he could be split in time with Singletary. Uh, James Conner is a, a volume play, a, a guy that you know historically has got a lot of touchdowns and is now looking at an offense that doesn't appear to be scoring a lot of touchdowns. Um, Cam Akers gives me some pause because he's probably got more upside than anyone in this bunch given the draft pedigree, what we've seen before, um, the offenses that he's on, but his floor is non-existent as we saw last year. I really don't <clears> think he's going to get back to that non-existent tier, but I guess it's possible. Javante Williams, a lot of upside, but could miss large chunks of the season. So I'm largely avoiding him. I'm going to grab Madison. I almost talked myself in acres, but I'm going to grab Mr. Madison here. I'm just going to play a little safe. Um, and then at wide receiver, I'm going to draft somebody that I don't think I've drafted this year yet. And that's going to be Drake London. Going to grab myself a, a nice, uh, at the very least, a high volume player. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the top end, uh, you know, a second year breakout. You're going to need some stars to align for that to happen. You know, the, the quarterback situation, Riddler needs to take a step forward. Um, the offense needs to be pass heavy enough to support that breakout. Um, but at the very least, a solid volume play. Um, I just, I don't see the upside with Godwin anymore in that, in that offensive situation. Um, Jerry Duty's probably got it, but we're on what year, like five of Judy. Um Michael Pittman, the offense is tough. Highwood Brown, Kyler. We, we've talked about that in, in previous pods. So uh, I'm going to lock in Mr. Jake London. I'm going to grab one of each. We'll see what gets back to me here. Um, one tight end already off the board. Damian Pierce goes right after me. And then Dallas Goddard going ahead of uh, Kyle Pitts, which I don't think we've seen too often. No. Um, and then Chris Godwin and Michael Pittman. Yeah. So some temptation here. Um, Pitts and Trevor Lawrence both still being on the board. At the onesie positions are very tempting. Um, I do have three running backs. I feel that there, but only the one receiver. Um, But I don't mind some of the receivers. I think that will be available when it comes back to me. So I feel like trying out getting one of these onesie positions locked in here, um, you know, with a upside of a Kyle Pitts or upside of a Trevor Lawrence, both of which I think have big time breakout potential this year. it's yeah, it's tough between the two. Because um, if I look, you know, there's tons of quarterbacks, you know, that I wouldn't mind getting later. Um, the tight end does drop off a little more. I do really like Trevor Lawrence, but you know, Pitts still being here at this point, I think it's just too much to pass up. Um, so, uh, you know, receivers, Judy would be the pick if I went receiver. Uh, but Hollywood Brown, Ayuk, Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, I think they're all fine wide receiver twos with the depth I have at running back already and, you know, the potential, you know, top five tight end uh, that I could have with Pitts. So I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. Judy goes next. James Conner, Trevor Lawrence, Alvin Kamara, Darren Waller, Tyler Lockett, Cam Akers, Devontae Williams rounds out the fifth round, Mike Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, Marquise Brown, Christian Kirk, David Montgomery, Rashad White, Brandon Ayuk, and Deontay Johnson. So had just two uh, two non-onesie positions go since with Trevor Lawrence going and Darren Waller. Um, so no longer going to be needing to look at the tight end position. Um, quarterback, there you know, was, I think, kind of that teardrop after Trevor Lawrence. Would have been tempting if he was still there here, but I you know, typically don't like to go with 
two early onesie positions. So if we look, uh, the running backs, it's a little barren, so I am pretty happy. I've got three here. Uh, top guys on the board, James Cook, A.J. Dillon, Tony Gibson, um, Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams. So some decent depth guys, but not guys I'd be thrilled about. Um, and when I'm looking at receiver, there's still some decent guys available. Uh, Mike Evans sticks out to me here as just a, a really good value. I know people are not high on the team, uh, but he has just been the model of consistency throughout his career. And only a few of those years were with Tom Brady. I know everyone's going to point to Tom Brady you know, as the reason, but man, if he has not been like, you know, I think top 20 almost every year, go up here, standard scoring. Um, you know, 10, 26, 1, 20, then 6, 8, 8, 6, and then 16 last year. So he's just so consistent um, that this late, you know, comparing him with other receivers like, you know, potential breakout over George Pickens, rookie in JSN, Traylon Burks, Addison, Dotson. There's a lot of guys here, younger guys that I can pick. I think in my night with Max, Quentin Johnson still down there. So some potential breakout guys. But no one that I think has, you know, just like the solid floor that a Mike Evans is going to have. So thrilled to get him here with what I've already got in place as my second receiver. So we're going to lock in Mike Evans after him, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, Traylon Burks, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. So a lot of those young receivers starting to go here. You are on the clock. Yeah, and I uh, the top of the 80 pay list is another young receiver in Jordan Addison. Um, that very well may be the pick. Um, but let's take a look here. Quarterbacks, um, like you had said, not a lot happened. Um, Trevor mm. Lawrence went and that's it. So we still got Dak and Watson, Tua, um, a lot of good options. How many quarterbacks do we have or how many quarterback needy teams are there? Uh, team two and three. So that's two. You make four, five and six. Uh, so still quite a few. Um, after that initial like three rounds, it really slowed down. Um, tight end position saw some movement there. Um, you know, I had mentioned that if Goddard or Pitts got back to me, I'd take the shot, but I figured they wouldn't and they didn't. Um, Darren Waller went as well. So I'm fine waiting, especially knowing that you have a tight end. I don't have to worry so much about Chig. Um, so we could wait on him. So we're back to the running back in the, in the wide receiver position. Um, I, I was Dead on in, the, in my running back thought, you know, top 80 people were James Cook, A.J. Dillon, and Antonio Gibson. Like, that's the tier that I thought we'd be in, and that's where we're at. Um, so I think I'm comfortable enough with my running backs that it's time for me to look away because none of them, you know, Gibson, not a bad depth guy. Um, Cooler Herbert, a little bit further down, solid. Um, but I want to give some focus to my wider receivers here. I got Alave. I got London. Um, I think... I want a Mr. Jordan Addison on this team looking at it. Um, it's going to take them a while for rookies. You know, they rarely come out week one and, and start producing a lot for fantasy. But the second half of the year, they could really, you know, they tend to really uh, jump out when they're of the tier of Mr. Jordan Addison. Um, and I think that could be the case here. So I'm going to lock him in there as my three. Um And now becomes the issue, uh, you know, I'm looking through and, and no one's jumping out at me to a high degree. Canaries Tony's here. If I really want to take an upside shot, uh, Brandon cooks who very well may be the pick. I would like to think he's going to be a safer pick, um, wide receiver to potential, um, more likely probably like a reliable three, uh, Juju. I am not touching Juju. Um, 
Quentin Johnston, who I like and just not interested in this year for redraft. You, as long as you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams there, I'm not playing that game. Um, Michael Thomas, who knows? You want to throw the dart? Maybe he's decent. You know, definitely not be Michael Thomas of old, but you know, maybe he'll be good enough. Gabe Davis, who knows? Um, I'm personally tired of playing that game. Cortland Sutton, I still like. Uh, Rashad Bateman would be nice here. Um, I do think I am going to draft Brandon Cooks, though. Um, I got a lot of youth on this team uh, with Olave, London, and Addison. You know, my wide receivers are all year one or year two. So let's add a, a reliable, well, what I hope to be a reliable veteran in, in Brandon Cooks. Hope he's got a nice rapport with Dak Prescott. If so, that should pay dividends there. So we'll lock him in. We have James Cook go off the board right after me, and then Dak Prescott, another quarterback going, Quentin Johnson, and Njoku. Yeah, so Quentin Johnson was the one I was hoping would get back to me. Unfortunately, he did not make it. So um, we still have quarterback Watson, Tua Tagovailoa, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, so quite a few QBs. Um, at running back, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson's got some upside and hype, I think, this offseason so far. Penny, Herbert. Some JP Ryan, so some solid running backs. Um, at receiver, Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith Schuster, Michael Thomas, um, Gabe Davis, Corlin Sutton, Zay Flowers. So not in love with the receiver position here. I feel like I would probably just kind of take a shot on a young guy and like a Zay Flowers and see you know what could come of that. Um, if I look here, um, go a little further down. Yeah, there's really not a ton. Um, at this point, I think that's just 14 team leagues for you. I mean, we are on, you know, what middle of the seventh round. Um, and that's, you know, an extra six, 12 teams that are off the board, uh, or 12 players that are off the board when you add those two additional teams that's laid in. So I think that's what does it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, at this point, I think I'm just, you know, going to grab guys that I think fit the team here. And I think, Say Flowers makes sense as an upside shot here for me with my third receiver. Uh, there's plenty of like decent floor guys, but not too many guys with big ceilings left. Um, so Zay is going to be the pick here for me. After him, Pat Fryermuth, Kadarius Tony, Tony Gibson, Evan Ingram, AJ Dillon, Sean Watson, and Tua both go. And then Dalton Schultz, Gabe Davis. Juju Smith-Schuster, Jamal Williams, Brian Robinson, Rashad Penny, Anthony Richardson, Khalil Herbert, and Samaj P. Ryan. So some of those depth running backs I was talking about do go. Um, so have some rookies in uh, Zach Charbonnet, Devon A-Chain, Damien Harrison, Buffalo, McKinnon, uh, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Devin Singletary. So still some solid running backs available. At receiver, still have some of those guys we talked about with Michael Thomas on the board still. Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman. Um, got Elijah Moore a little further down. Um, so I think this stage, you know, I've got another upside guy. Probably look to get something a little bit more solid. Um, and weird to, th- you know, maybe not think that Michael Thomas is as solid as he you know, was in the past. Um, but I think I'm going to look for a guy in Cortland Sutton um, at this stage, you know, routinely going a few rounds after Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy went um, at 5'7", this would be 8'9", that you'd be getting his teammate there. Um, there's still some hype around um, Tim Patrick coming back from injury. Uh, he did get injured early in the year, so I think he's got a good chance to come back and then you know, be healthy, but... 
it is just always so tough when you're coming back from an ACL tear. Um, you know, usually it's maybe the second year back that you're really back to yourself. So at this stage, I'm going to go with who I think is going to be at least the large receiver two there. Um, obviously, there's a chance that he still gets moved in the offseason. But as of now, um, you know, drafting him here gives me some more stability at the wide receiver position. So locking in Cortland Sutton, um, who probably starts the year as my third receiver with Say Flowers as a rookie. You'll see how long it takes him to break out. Zach Charbonnet goes next. Michael Thomas, Elijah Moore, and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so the uh, the, sh- the shoe really dropped at the quarterback position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people yeah. started going quick, huh? Yeah, between my last pick, we had five go, um, one of which was a backup. I don't know what you need Trevor Lawrence and Anthony Richardson for, but... You know, yep, cool. that's going to happen here with these CPUs. It is, it is. Um, so we have uh, Aaron Rodgers is still on the board. Uh, probably the second highest upside. I mean, Daniel Jones was good last year. Gino was good. I mean, I don't know what you would, you know, what you want to say his upside is. Um, yeah. A lot of people think he's going to come back down to earth, clearly. Um, golf was good for stretches. Russell Wilson could always break out. You know, Kyler. This is a real wild card. So you have some options, you know. I don't know what to do. Like I, These I are that, rough, man. Yeah, like of that group, like I lean Aaron Rodgers and be like, well, if someone's gonna bounce back, I would trust the Hall of Famer with, you know, Garrett Wilson and the OC and you know, the Jets surging again. Like that seems like where I want to place my bet. But it's like, well, you know, Daniel Jones is young, he looked good. Gino was great for fantasy last year. Everyone's just written him off as, you know, it had to be a one-year wonder, but it doesn't have to be. Um, Jared Goff was good for large stretches last year. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, similar story to Aaron Rodgers, like new quarter, uh, new coaching staff, you know, could he bounce back? Um, and then Kyler, I mean, of those is probably the easy one. If he's healthy and only misses a few games, that's a huge win in the eighth round. Mm-hmm. Um, if he misses half a year <laughs> or whatever it may be, then you you have made a mistake. Um, I I don't know. I, I really don't know what to do. Um, I'm going to wait. No one's jumping out of me. I'm going to wait and see what gets back to me here. Just um, going to pass on the pick and... Yeah, I'm gonna pass entirely. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> the whole pick. Anyone. I'm just gonna take one pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna pass a quarterback and see what happens. You know, it's possible it gets back to me, and I'm in that Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray kind of tier, and I'd be okay with that. So we'll roll the dice. Um, there are two players I want here, um, and normally I would look and say, "Well, I'm solid at running back. I want a chain." Um, but you know, with the Dalvin cook talk of Miami, that kind of worries me. So I'm, I'm probably not going to take my shot on a chain. Um, but there is a wide receiver and there is a tight end. I want wide receiver, Mr. Rashad Bateman. I think that's great value here in the eighth round for an offense. that could be quite explosive. Um, and then at the tight end position, I'll go ahead and grab, uh, Chigaconquo now. Um, a lot of people have him pegged, uh, pegged as a breakout for the year. And, uh, I believe the metrics look good. So I'm going to lock him in as my tight end. We'll see how this quarterback game plays out here for me. We have OBJ that goes right after me. Um, A-Chain, Jamison Williams. Man, this <laughs> this yeah. Jay Williams thing, I think I've brought this up three times in a row or three pods in a row, man. It is annoying. Um, and Damian Harris. Uh, yeah, so interesting. The quarterback position, Aaron Rodgers is still here. And I think it's like a boom bust type of pick. 
Um, you could end up with, you know, Aaron Rodgers of old with, you know, great weapons and, you know, steps forward. You could also end up with the Russell Wilson of this year. And, and you know, he doesn't look as good. The team just doesn't click new setup. So um, it's interesting. I doubt he gets back to me if I do want to, you know, if I don't want to wait. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, lower down, Kyler that you mentioned. So there's definitely opportunity to wait. Um, if we look at running back, Jerk McKinnon's still here, a guy that I think is going to be utilized. And as a fourth running back, I think would be a good value. Um, beyond him, Singletary's a little further down. Um, and then we've got not a ton of receivers that I like here. So I think... If I don't go running back, I think I'm going to take the shot on Rodgers. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a wait on a quarterback and, and you know, no, I'm you know, limited on upside. I think I'll take a shot. I don't think I've gotten Rodgers in any mock drafts this year. So we'll take a shot on Rodgers and oof, the, the quarterback run begins. Daniel yeah, Jones, Jared Goff. Yeah. Tyler Higby, Cole Kmet, Kate all go too. So three tight ends. Singletary, McKinnon. Geno Smith goes to end the round. And then Alan Lazard, Adam Thielen, Russell Wilson goes. Deonta Foreman, Darnell Mooney, Rondale Moore, Elijah Mitchell, and Jacoby Myers. So I, you know, would probably be taking, just saying, you know what, I'm just going to take Derek Carr, Matt Stafford here, lock him in because don't want to have to worry about waiting and having another team take a second quarterback. Uh, but luckily, don't have to worry about that because. They are, I thought I had my quarterback locked in. Um, so if I'm looking at positions here, we've got some receivers. Uh, top on the board is Tyler Boyd, but I kind of like um, a Mingo and uh, Jonathan Mingo in Carolina. Uh, I think he has one of the best shots to you know, break out as a rookie. Now, as we talked earlier, rookie quarterback, it's well, does hurt sometimes, but um, it's interesting. If I look at running back, so got some solid rookie running backs in Roshan Johnson and Tank Bigsby, um, and then some more vets like Raheem Boster, Jeff Wilson. Um, since there's quite a few of them there, I'm going to take a guy that I think is one of the more valuable handcuffs, um, and it is your handcuff, I believe, as well, in a Jalen Warren. He just showed that he can play in this league. Um, yeah, the offensive pick. line got better. Yeah, and, and, and I'll probably be able to go with either one of those Miami running backs or a rookie in the next round um, beyond him. But just to get, get that depth at the position here, Jalen Warren. Um, after him, Ezekiel Elliott, Jonathan Mingo, Tyler Algier, Rasheed Rice. Okay, um, so back on the clock, and I do need to pay some attention to the running back position. It has been a long time since I drafted one, and I'm still only that was my. That's what I felt there as well. Yeah, yeah, it's time. So I face a debate. Um, I Part of me wants to draft two. Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, you know, reach for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You know, I'd be happy with all of them. Um, but the quarterback, something, your <laughs> position is something I hate to, yeah, to address at some point. Yeah, that'd be mindful of. I'm getting beaten up. Um, and I in this situation, I wouldn't mind drafting two provided one of those two is Kyler. Mm -hmm. If I could draft a Kyler this round and maybe on the next one, pick up Stafford. um, Like I'd be okay with that. Um, 
I think I'm going to roll the dice again, though. I think I'm going to wait because Kyler scares me. Um, you got Stafford down there. You still do have Brock Purdy down there, who I think is will be serviceable. Um, you know, maybe he could take a step forward as well. He just doesn't have the rushing upside. So I think I'm going to wait again and just see what happens. This is why you mock, right? You just kind of screw around and and see what happens. So I am going to take an upside guy in with run of the rookie. So I'm going to, I'm just going to reach. I'm going to lock in Clyde Edwards Alaire now. It's probably early, but he is probably still technically the starter. I mean, I don't know him and Pacheco might split. I don't know what's happening with him, but I'm going to lock him in there because I feel like as a veteran, I'm just a little bit more safer with him than a rookie. So I'm going to lock him in as some depth. And then at the running back or the rookie position, it's between Kendra Miller and Roshan Johnson. And I'm not sure which I like more. Like Kendra Miller, I think as a player and an upside standpoint, I like more. Um, but from an opportunity standpoint, you know, he's got Kamara there and that could be a problem, but we don't know that situation where Roshan Johnson, I don't think has the same upside, but he, you know, his situation is tough in that he's in a, a, a three-way matchup, but like Khalil mm-hmm. Herbert and, and Foreman are not elite running backs that you need to overcome. Um, I my tiebreaker is going to be that I have drafted Roshan one or two times this year already, and I don't think I've drafted Kendra Miller at all. So I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Kendra Miller. There you go. Um, get myself some running back depth there, and we'll see what happens at the quarterback position. Um, one has already gone. So Dolchitz goes, Tyler Boyd, Bryce Young, and Sam Laporta. Yeah, and it is just really nice to not have to worry about quarterback or tight end. I, you know get to love to see when they do go out of me here but i am just clicked on the running back receiver flex tab here on sleeper and just not having to worry about moving at all there um and happy to still see some of the running backs that i like still on the board mostert and wilson both still there um some of the rookies and roshan and big feet still there as well um so i think i'm gonna go with one of the rookie running backs here um, we'll see, you know, probably not a huge chance that Jeff Wilson, um, or Moster makes it back, but to get one of them would be decent. Um, but regardless, I think I want to go with another running back just to load up some more depth there. Um, and I don't really love a lot of the receivers here. Some ones I like a little more, maybe further down. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in one of these running backs in Roshan Johnson and Bigsby. Um, they have been like neck and neck for me. I feel like. They seem very similar. You know, maybe they'll get a few um, pass catch, you know, pass catching. But for the most part, I think they'll be guys that get their work on the ground more than anything. Um, and I'm just gonna go with. I, I was gonna say that the offense I think is gonna be better, but man, I don't know. Jacksonville, Chicago, I think they both are gonna be improved offenses. Um, I, I don't think I've taken Bigsby yet, so I'm gonna take a playbook from you here and go with the guy that I don't think I've taken. I know I've taken Roshan a good bit. Um, and I don't think I yeah, I don't have anybody from either of those teams. So it's not like that does anything for me. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Tank Bigsby here, get another young running back um, to you know, just have a potential breakout. I'm happy to see not many receivers going. So Gerald Everett, Rashawn Johnson, Raheem Mostert, Jordan Love, Zay Jones, Michael Meyer, Man, I'm sorry, Michael Mayer, um, Kyle, Kyler Murray. So 
one guy that you were maybe banking on there. Sky Moore go to end the round. Uh, then Dawson Knox, Jalen Hyatt, Jawan Johnson, Romeo Dubes, Jeff Wilson, Michael Gallup, Nico Collins, and Leonard Fournette. Uh, so going pretty good at running back. Um, Tajay Spears is someone that I think is is interesting. I know you know he's firmly behind Derrick Henry, but man, every time like I do just you know watch some more of his tape, just film on him. He is just so electric. Reminds me of like LaShawn McCoy, the way he can cut. Um, so he is just so exciting. But at this stage, I don't think I can afford kind of that luxury you know, lottery ticket because you need a lot to work your way to work out for that. Um, so if I'm looking at the receiver position, which is where I'm going to probably you know, hit at least once or twice here the rest of the way, um, we've got DJ Chark. We've got Hunter Renfro. Um, a guy in Rasheed Rice, who is someone I think a lot of people are predicting for a breakout. And, um, you know, we'll see. I guess Michael Thomas is going to be, you know, it's going to be kind of dependent. He's going to be dependent on Michael Thomas. Um, we got Jalen Reed in Green Bay, Peoples Jones in Cleveland, Osborne, Wandale Robinson, Pearson, Mechie, some other younger guys. They would take a shot on Rasheed, um, Rasheed Shahid here in New Orleans. Uh, I think he's just got. Some, there's going to be targets available there. Um, so after him, two more quarterbacks go. Your boy Matt Stafford, so I know that one probably hurt. Um, Tajay Spears, Derek Carr, and Jerome Ford. Yeah, I was looking good, man. I had Stafford yeah, and Carr on the board. And, yeah, I mean, a comfort is that sleeper does stupid things, and like this would never happen in a real draft. Um, unless you're in a league, the people draft backup quarterbacks a lot. Um, you know, they're out there in all leagues. I don't think that, you know, whole leagues tend to do it, but um, yeah. So that's not the best situation for me. Um, I might draft two quarterbacks. I'm just going to wait until the last round to do it. So I'm going to lock in Brock Purdy now. I firmly believe Brock Purdy's a starter. I've heard nothing out of camp that has shown Lance or Darnold do anything. Um, and he, they rock could throw the ball. He's not going to give you a lot of rushing upside, but he could throw the ball. So I'm going to go with Mr. Purdy here as my quarterback one. My goal is to get Sam Howell with my last pick because he does run the ball. You know, and maybe with that offense, you know, new OC coming in and, and you know, him being in a second year, maybe he takes a step up. Um, wishful thinking probably um but we'll see uh the other positions uh you know like you had mentioned there's plenty of good wide receivers still out there there is a running back that i want um there's actually a couple and given my running back depth isn't great i'm gonna grab gus edwards see what he's got left in the tank um always seems to be just hanging around at the end of the draft for somebody like oh i forgot gus was there yeah yeah that's a it's an easy depth play um a guy you know you could hold two weeks, you know, see if he has anything left in the tank or if they're using him and you know, if not cut him. And if so, then you might just have really hit the lottery because Gus has been good for fantasy when he's not hurt. So um, I'm going to lock him in there and we'll see if Sam Howe gets back to me. Another quarterback immediately goes after board after me. TJ. So we'll see. Um, I'll have to do a count. I think every team has a backup except for team 11 and you. 
And you're not so I was thinking draft. about going with a quarterback for my next two picks. Just oh, of course. <laughs> of course, yes. The norm. The norm, yes. I don't have we ever seen a team go three quarterbacks that's not like a super flex? I don't think so. I mean, if it right? was gonna happen, it's gonna be a 14 teamer, right? It like, would happen here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's we'll what you see. would think. Uh, but yeah, so looking at those onesie positions again here, I'm pretty balanced. I've got five of each. I'd like to leave here with one of each of those. Um, so we look at running back, Chase Brown, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Kenny Gainwell, or guys that I like right here. Pierre Strong a little further down at receiver. Um, I like Wondell Robinson, uh, Alec Pierce, Mechie, Van Jefferson is someone that's a good bit further down, but I think uh, I may be able to get him with my next pick if I'm just kind of... It might be close. Um, so actually, because I don't really love any of the running backs, I'm going to go Van Jefferson here in my first pick. Lock him in. I think he's a safe you know, floor play for me, especially with some of the shakiness that my receiving core is. Um, after him, KJ Osborne, Wandale Robinson, Jaden Reed, We've got Donovan Peoples-Jones, Chase Brown, Chuba Hubbard, Kareem Hunt, and the 13th round, Kenny Gainwell, John Mechie, Cordero Patterson, Alec Pierce, Marvin Mims, Josh Downs, Mike Gathicki, and Curtis Samuel. So you have survived most of this round here. If you were hoping to grab uh, Kenny Pickett or Trey Lance, Sam Howell, as you mentioned there. Um, so looking at what's available, not a ton. We've got Ty Chandler, um, Dwayne McBride, both Minnesota running backs, Zach Evans, rookie in LA for the Rams, Ben Akanda, Pierre Strong. At wide receiver, a Hodgins, someone that's interesting, Punakua, Robert Woods. Um, I think I'm just going to take a shot on a running back here, and, and I'm going to go grab Pierre Strong, see if he is involved in the offense with New England early on. If he's not, I can kind of move on. Uh, but he's someone that I, I liked what I saw last year out of his rookie year, and he's got an opportunity to be the number two. So after him, Ty Chandler, Dwayne McBride, Taysom Hill, and Zach Evans. Yeah, so with the final pick, let's go ahead and we'll run through all the positions here, Will, just to see what the options are. Um, we have Pickett, Lance, Sam Howell, Mac Jones, Ritter, Jimmy G, Tannehill, Baker, Crass, Trask, sorry. There's a lot, and but yeah. a lot, but really not. Nothing. It's like <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all, really. Right. Um, Abanaconda's there, uh, Deuce Vaughn, uh, Michael Carter, Eric Gray, Zemir White, Josh Kelly. End of the list. I don't know. Like Abanaconda's gotten some good talk. Deuce Vaughn, obviously a two in Dallas when they could use a two and have used two in the past. Everyone else, I mean, Kyron Williams, maybe end of the list. Um, a wide receiver, um, Isaiah Hodgins, solid. Tank Dell, you know, rookie, rookie quarterback situation that's kind of messy. Claypool sucks. Uh, Robert Woods is too old. MVS didn't do much last year. Paris Campbell has opportunity, I guess. Um, Clear Shakir, second year. Darius Slayton. That, that's actually a good last pick. Darius Slayton in that room, you know, there's plenty of room for him to do something we've seen in the past. So that's a, that's a solid pick. Um, yeah, a yes. lot of those yeah. um, Giants receivers are going toward the end of the drafts. A, a last pick in a 14-team, Trey McBride? That's a nice tight end, you know, upside shot. 
you know, I would take, you know, looking at the guys ahead that have gone at tight end, um, Higby, Everett, Laporta. I mean, all of these guys, I think I would take Trey McBride over given they lost Hopkins. I mean, it depends on the, the Kyler situation. I really don't think Ertz is going to be able to bounce back. Um, but like Taysom Hill, Irv Smith's never done anything. Uh, Gesicki's just never amounted to anything. Everett's so hit or miss. Your rookie in Laporte is not going to do anything. You know, Higby, he's not bad, but he's not going to shoot to the top where like Trey McBride could have some sort of breakout campaign. So I, I think that's interesting. Um, not for me, but you know, it's interesting that he's out there. Um, I hate drafting a second quarterback, especially like Sam Howell. Like oh, he rushes the ball and that's nice. And like, you could tell the story. He's got two wide receivers that are solid. Um, yeah. I feel like you could almost make the same story for like a writer. Like if that offense is going to be good, he's going to be, decent yeah, right they, probably not great they but. run the ball too much yeah we're like sam howe i think they'll pass more and his rushing could get him the problem is like yeah if, if the Ritter, stars Ritter would run the ball too though i feel like I, i'm trying to think what he did last year i feel like he had some carries yeah eh, 16 ball. carries 64 yards and out of time not, yeah yeah but he only played in four games so. that's the same thing with how like he didn't play enough yeah like, you know um, the the problem is like the stars alive for Sam Howell, and what is he a quarterback two? <laughs> like if everything is perfect, you know, unless he just unleashes and he's the next big thing, which you know he's got the coach, he's got Could the be, wide receivers, yeah. he's got the OC to kind of do it. I just don't think anyone actually thinks it's it's going to happen. So like I'm burning my last pick on somebody with quarterback two upside when I already have a quarterback. When you have like a Deuce Vaughn available, but like it's not like any of these guys are realistically going to hit any either. It's just a, you know, Deuce Vaughn is a wide receiver or a running back too, and a team that uses two running backs that wants to run the ball could be valuable. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I say. I'm gonna lock in Mr. Sam Howell and uh, Wolf. I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. Sometimes you gamble in the quarterback position, it works out, and sometimes sleepers just like nah. <laughs> I'm going to draft like five in the next round and have them move back up. So you'll just live with it. So it is what it is, but that closes out the draft. I am in the one spot. Will is in the six. I will read through my team here first um, at quarterback. We got both Brock Purdy and Sam Howe at running back. Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, um, Alexander Matson, Clyde Edwards, Alara, Kendra Miller, and Gus Edwards. At wide receiver, we have Chris Olave, Drake London, Jordan Addison, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, and then at the tight end position, Chica Conquo. What's your team looking like? Yeah, so we've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, and Pierre Strong at running back, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, Zay Flowers, Cortland Sutton, Rashid Shahid, and Van Jefferson at wide receiver. And Kyle Pitts at tight end. What do you think of that team? Yeah, um, well, I think I like it more than I thought I would for a 14-team league. Definitely scared about the receivers. Um, but I think I did a decent job putting that receiving core together, given that I've got the upside of three top running backs and uh, you know what you hope Kyle Pitts is. Obviously, that's a big... You know, big coin toss for, for him. But if he is what he should be, you know, I think that's a big positional advantage. Rodgers is fine, right? He should be at least. If he's not, then we'll have to look to the waivers and be 
in the same boat as you when it comes to quarterback. How about you? How are you feeling? Yeah, it's mostly that fear. Um, I'm happy with my team up until my chick pick. Um, you know, McCaffrey, Najee, Matson. That's a great trio of running backs. Um, I'm comfortable with Olave, London, Addison, Cooks, and Bateman. Um, and then, you know, I believe in the chick breakout. So, like, I'm good until there. But then my depth running backs of Clyde, Kendry Miller, Gus Edwards is kind of scary. It would have been nice to have someone else, Damian Harris, Singletary, like something I, someone I believed a little bit more in. Um, and then obviously the quarterback position went to hell. But, you know, in a realistic draft, that's not going to happen. Um, but at the same time, you know, Purdy could be fine. You know, if if Purdy is a better fantasy quarterback than Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Goff, Anthony Richardson, Deshaun Watson, I, I would not be surprised. Um, Tua would be a surprise. Dak would probably be a surprise. Kirk would be a surprise. Like so, he's still on the lower end tier. Um, but you know, given that you know Watson went in the seventh round and Purdy's in the twelfth, you know, if they come out even, that's a huge win for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's obviously pretty scary. But you know, might just have to try to stream best you can, which in this league would be incredibly difficult since everyone has two quarterbacks. <laughs> but we'll yeah, see. We'll yeah. See. But yes, yeah, so no, but we did not have our first uh, three quarterback team yet, though, so we can no. still keep that on the board. It did not happen. No, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, maybe the uh, that team with Lawrence and Richardson had gone six rounds without a quarterback, so they might be yeah. the most likely. Once it got to you, I figured it wouldn't happen since all the teams after you have drafted one recently. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not to be. Not to be. Uh, but hey, well, that's going to wrap up the mock draft. Uh, tune in next week for another mock. I guess we'll jump back to another 12-teamer. Um, and until then, trust your board. <laughs>